Greetings to everybody. This is the Common Sense American. And today, well, I guess I can only talk about the riots and the protesting and the looting. At first, I thought, well, I was going to do a sort of a sum up on the COVID-19 insanity where um, I, I had seen something in the newspaper, in my local newspaper last week where they said herd immunity was not a viable solution because so many people would die. And in that article, they admitted that the global mortality rate is about 0.5%. Um, and I was going to sort of go off on that for a little bit and reflect on the stress and strain that we have put ourselves through based on a 0.5% mortality rate. And I was going to do that, but I, I could not have predicted what would happen in the past week. And um, this is sort of bringing back a, a few, I've, I've used race as a topic a few times in the past. Um, one of my first podcasts was about racism, and I had also done one about uh, the sort of the myth of white nationalism and fear-mongering and, and everything surrounding what, you know, how Democrats handle such a term. Um, but this time, I, I'm almost speechless at the level of perceived racism that's being thrown all over the place. Uh, first of all, let me just clarify that what happened to George Floyd was a tragedy and should not have happened. I don't see how anybody, anybody could believe otherwise. If that's the case, and we all, most of us really do agree on that, I don't understand why people are attacking other innocent people. You're going to have to explain this to me. Why are you going after, why? Because they're the same skin color? Is that not racism? Your assumption that, you know, everybody is like this or everybody is the same on the other side of the spectrum, that is the textbook definition of racism, uh, or so I thought. And I saw what really did it for me. I saw a picture yesterday uh, connected to a story about, I think it was happening in my state too, um, a bunch of white people taking a knee and essentially bowing before a group of black people who were standing there with their arms crossed. And I started to wonder what, what say there was an alien species that came to this planet and had never encountered humans before and seen these creatures for the first time. And they saw that happening. I'm wondering what they would think. I think that the only conclusion one could reach is that the, you're looking at uh, masters and slaves. Now, that's, I guess, what, what would you call that, black people? Poetic justice? That they get to be masters now and we're slaves or some insanity? Like eye for an eye? I thought you people didn't even believe in that. I thought you didn't believe in slavery. I thought you didn't believe in oppression. I thought you believed in equality. I thought that's what this was supposed to be about. And you have turned it around to the point where you want to oppress, you want to suppress, you want to be the masters, and you want us to be the slaves. Now, that is the only way to interpret that photo. That is not reparations. That is not atonement. That is racism and suppression and oppression and fascism and all the bad things that humanity is not supposed to stand for. 
I will not bow to anybody. I will not take a knee in front of you. I did nothing to you. That will never happen. And I don't expect you to do that to me either. It makes no sense. That will never happen. And if you demand it, then it will basically result in an altercation because you're demanding my submission. And as far as I can tell, the only message that I can see coming from the mainstream media and from Democrats is that we are supposed to accept that. The scary part is not that people are doing this. The scary part is not that people are being blatant racists, Antifa and Black Lives Matter and all this, these garbage organizations that supposedly stand for equality when we all know what they stand for. Um, that has nothing to do with equality on their part and they're just being ignorant, racist idiots. I, I, those people are always going to exist. They just are. On both sides. They're always going to be there. That's not what concerns me. What con well, it concerns me that there's so many of them. But what concerns me more is that we have uh, people in power, many, many people in power, politicians, lawmakers, and of course, let's not forget celebrities, because yes, as much as we don't like it, we put them in a position of power, mostly, most of whom are completely clueless and brainless, but that's our fault. Um, and these people are, in not so many words, supporting this. They see that picture that I just spoke of, and they are going to support that. They're going to defend that. That is not a world that has anything to do with equality. That is not anything that MLK would have supported. That is not anything that any rights activist in their right mind would support in no way. Now, I have seen some uh, people, some black people, especially store, store owners and property owners whose property has been damaged and destroyed in these riots and are saying this has nothing to do with George Floyd. This has nothing to do with racism. This is just you people being thugs and proving the other side's point. And our point being, you know what, a lot of these people really are criminals. A lot of these people are violent racists. It doesn't matter what skin color there is, they're violent racists. Apparently, it's okay to be a minority and hate white people in this country. That is the problem. That is systemic racism because it's fundamental at this point. That is what's being taught. That is what's being stilled, instilled in the minds of youth. That is the underlying current in every article we read, every news report we see. Are there news reports out there ever about a black or minority officer uh, illegally assaulting a white person or killing a white person. Has, have you ever seen them? It does happen, believe it or not. Of course it does. It happens because it happens. It happens on both sides. There's nastiness and racism on both sides. That happens. But you will never, not ever, see it picked up by a major news publication. It will never run CNN, MSNBC, NBC. Never. Ever. It will be in some local paper on page 12 in the back behind the classified somewhere, and that'll be it. And you reverse those roles. You reverse the story, and it's a white cop killing a black. Then all of a sudden, it is fair game for everything. It's fair game for the mainstream media. It's fair game for entertainment to base a story on it, some true story garbage that they throw up on Netflix for the millionth time as if we need it pounded into our skull any further. My problem with this is that because they are being willfully racist and ignorant, they're not even getting that they are causing more division and hate 
the reaction, the common natural reaction of constantly being attacked and oppressed and everything that I read, I don't think, I, don't, I really don't think you people get this. And I don't think you people care either, and that's really the problem. Everything that I read, everything that I see, everything that I come across in terms of news, in terms of entertainment, anything, you know, major article posted on the internet, every single thing that I see in here, that I have seen in here for years, paints me as the villain. I am the villain, and for no reason, for no reason, other than I'm white, and a male, which doesn't help, and heterosexual, which is even worse. I am on the lowest rung of the social ladder. This is something that the minorities can scoff at all they want. They can scream about it all they want. I have put out, in the past, challenges to people. I have said, look, here, you, you think that you are the ones being oppressed? Really? Try to uh, go to a college. Get into college. So you're a student. Get a bunch of students together. Have them go to, you know, apply to a bunch of colleges. Give them the same GPA, the same test scores, the same damn essay, and then have them apply. How do you really believe that white people are being accepted at a faster rate? It's the other way around, and we all know it. We've known it forever. We've known it for years. Have somebody write an essay about how they're marginalized as a minority. Boom, you're in. It doesn't even matter what you're... What, I don't even think it matters at the point your GPA is. Find me a scholarship program for white heterosexual males or white Christians. You might find one for Christians. I'm not sure. It's pretty, pretty rare. Now go and find scholarships for every minority on earth because they all exist. And only, apparently only, for the fact that they're minority. For their skin color, they have scholarships. Find one for white people. Go ahead. You call that equality? Or once again, is that atonement? Is that punishing us for something? Of course, we, the ones who are alive, never did anything. How about a job? Go get a job. Try and find one. Okay? Have, uh, have five different people apply for the job with the same resume, the same exact qualifications, all of that. Have them apply. Send them in. One is obviously a minority. One is a, a, a black person or a transgender, which would even be better, whatever, transsexual. Let me put it this way. If all things being equal, the white male will be the last person that they hire, will be at the bottom of the rung for a number of reasons. One, white people can't run to the labor board and the ACLU and complain that they're being discriminated against because in this world, that isn't possible. It isn't possible to discriminate against white people. You can't do it. It just doesn't happen. Don't complain about it because it doesn't happen. They don't have that recourse. They can't complain. Employers know this. They also know that they will be under the microscope in terms of who is on their staff, especially larger companies. If it's predominantly white, they're in trouble. If it's predominantly any other race, they're fine. You could have a thousand people working for a company and every last one of them could be black. Every last one of them could be Latino. Every last one of them could be Asian. That is all fine. The one thing it can't be is all white. This is truth. This is fact. This is the world we live in. Ask any employer who's willing to talk to you about this. Ask them about trying to fire somebody. They got to lay somebody off. They got to get rid of people. The first ones that are going are white males. And it's for the same reasons that I said. They're, they don't have a case to run to the ACL. They can't complain that they were fired for, you know, for racist reasons. You can't do it. Everyone else can. Everyone else can. So they're the first ones that go. Because they can't really do anything. They have no recourse.
They have no rights recourse. And if I say that I feel that my rights are being suppressed and marginalized at every turn, not only do I get laughed at, but I get hate and hostility thrown at me. That is racism. That is systemic, deeply rooted racism. That is what slave owners would do to their slaves. So any slave would say, I feel oppressed. I feel I'm, you know, this is bad. I feel terrible about this. I'm, I'm always being beaten down. They were mocked and laughed at and beaten. That's what's happening now. That's what's happening in these riots. You do not attack people for no reason. You don't attack people because of the color of their skin. That's called racism. That's called criminal acts. It's not proving anything. It's not making any statement besides the fact that you're a racist thug. It's not making, it's, it's only really proving my point. That's all you're doing. Are there racist undertones in the things that uh, white people are saying about this? Or in their reaction to this? I think in some cases there are. But again, the flames of tension are fanned by hate and hostility and division. And when you constantly come at me, when you constantly come at people, and it, they all feel like they are being attacked because of their skin color and for no reason, for nothing that they ever did in their lives, they are going to push back, and rightfully so. You push them too far, they are going to start to hate you. For the same reasons that you hate them, for skin color. You are creating more racism. You keep telling people, you keep telling everyone that all white people are basically villains, that they're all racist, and that the, the rule is that only white people can be racist and no other race can be. And that is the rule that is being passed around and we have to accept it. You got people bowing. You got people bowing and scraping and kneeling. That is what is happening now. Everyone who is interested in true equality should be appalled by that. And if you keep pushing it, people are going to push back with pretty much the same reaction. They are going to start to hate minorities when they never did before. This is what you're causing, morons, liberals, Democrats. This is what you're doing. Maybe it's so you can be proven right. Maybe you're trying to create hate on, on our side for minorities so you can finally be right that, oh yes, white people are all racist and that they're the ones who should be atoning. They're the ones who should do, you know, paying reparations. The BET founder saying he wants up to $14 trillion in reparations? I, I don't even, I, again, speechless. I don't know what, you're, you're out of your mind. I don't know you would die. No, but nobody living does. Nobody. Not for any reason. We are all supposed to be living and getting way beyond what we were. And we all have. Except you, apparently, who continue to be racist, who continue to push it. No one is beating you down. Everyone is lifting you up. The mainstream media has your back at every turn. The entertainment industry has your back at every turn. Every single powerful section of this society has your back. Doesn't have my back. In no way has it my back. I'm the one who's scared to go certain places in certain cities. Not you. You shouldn't have to be. Because if anything ever happens to you, you will be defended. You will be lauded. Me, I will be chastised. I will be attacked. I will be condemned. That is the difference. This is the same 
premise, essentially, as uh, the, the anti-Trump, the Trump derangement syndrome. It's the same premise. It proves just how intolerant and ignorant and racist and terrible and just awful these people are. The the uh, New York journalist, I forget his name, it was, it was several years ago, where he decided to wear a MAGA cap in New York. And his experiences with just having the cap on. Now, <laughs> that right there, if that doesn't prove that leftists are hateful and ignorant and intolerant of other views, of other people, then nothing does. That guy's lucky he's alive. Now, you do that with anything else. You do that with an Obama t-shirt. You're fine. They'll throw a parade for you. For no reason. The only reason being skin color in this case. That's it. That's the only reason. You wanted to create a race war. There never was one. There was not a basis for one. This is not 1960. There was not a basis for a race war. There's no reason. I am not racist. Nobody I know who's racist. I've never been around anybody who's racist my whole life. Not ever. And yet, this is what's happening? Really? We have people bowing and kneeling and scraping before other people simply because their skin color is different and for nothing that they ever did. This is not responsibility or accountability or this has nothing to do with it. If that was the case, everybody is, and I've said this many times in the past, everybody is responsible for something terrible their ancestors did. Humans have conquered and enslaved other humans and done terrible things to other humans throughout all of history. Everybody has ancestors that have done bad things to other people. Every single one. And far worse things than slavery, believe it or not. You would not, you, if you're a student of history, you will start to realize just how unbelievably awful humans can be to one another uh, and the torture they can put them through. And just for, again, just for the sake of their different skin color, different religion, just living in a different spot, you know. And this is the kind of thing that we were supposed to have moved past. This is the kind of thing that we were, we fought to get to a point where we don't have that. We don't have that problem. And I never thought we did. And you're trying to tell me now that it's all still my fault. Except I didn't do anything. It's my parents' fault. Except they didn't do anything. Hell, my mother was on her way to Woodstock. She didn't make it. The New York Thruway got shut down. Uh, but she was on the way. Over the years, she's become certainly way more conservative. And for good reason. You want to keep pushing this. You're not going to get equality. You will never get equality. This is not the way to get equality. Martin Luther King knew it. All the original Democrats. Democrats, well, I would say original, but Democrats who actually were Democrats. Who had who, you know, wanted to push for decent change and, and were had logical, common sense ideas for change, you know, JFK. This is not those days. Now you've all gone completely nuts and are just extremely dangerous people, as far as I can tell. And you're going to keep this up. You are going to create a civil war. And you're going to do it simply because you are the intolerant ones. There was nothing, nothing here that prompted this. The Floyd thing, like I said, was a tragedy. There are many, many, many instances of other races doing bad things to other to, to white people, but you never hear about it and never will and shouldn't even talk about them. That is the point. Also, the point being the reaction to this. The reaction to this is racism. The reaction to this is vile hostility and hatred for no reason. Attacking innocent people for no reason. That does nothing. That proves nothing. That makes no statement. All it does is create more strife and division. That's it. That is on you. 
has nothing to do with us. It has nothing to do with anybody who wants to actually embrace equality. And, I mean, I really don't have anything else to say on it. I just had to get this out here. I had to say it, again, people who are for equality, people who are for equal rights, that is not what we're up against. Because I've never felt in the past, especially the past few years, that I have equal rights or equal, equal opportunity. Hell no, I don't. No way. No, nobody I know does either. And for the reasons that I spoke of in this podcast. And you want to see the truth? You do this. You take those tests out. You go. You figure it out for yourself. Ask employers. Ask people. Ask how this world functions. And who is really at the bottom of the social wrong and why they're there. Because it's okay to put them there. Because it's widely accepted that it's fine if they're there. That they deserve to be there. Take all that into account. Then come to a conclusion. You tell me. You want real equality? Shut up and go to work and just do what you're supposed to do like all the rest of us and everything will be fine. You keep pushing and you're going to get exactly what you claim was there in the first place and it never was. That's it for me. Again, I keep hoping that there will be other things to talk about. I didn't want this to talk about this week. Uh, but maybe next week we can talk about things calming down. I, I can circle back around to the COVID thing because I still do have a few uh, finishing thoughts on that. And um, that, that's it for me. Again, everyone, please don't flip out on each other. It's not doing us any favors. Nobody wants a second civil war. Um, but I can tell you right now who's at fault, and we all know it. Everyone with a brain knows it. And that's it. And uh, again, be nice to each other. And I will see you again next week. Thank you.